<laughs> All right. Hey, buddies. You're about to listen to the latest Mostly Harmless live talk show. Uh, this episode, we have comedian Timmy Lassley, artist Jake Barely, and musical guest Black Dots. This episode is brought to you by Ratio Beer Works at 2920 Larimer in the heart of the Rhino District. Visit them today and try out their new Antidote IPA inspired by uh, Denver favorites, The Gamets. Also check out their repeater and, uh, man, just so many great beers. Check out Ratio Beer Works at RatioBeerWorks.com. Let them know Mostly Harmless sent you. Also, this episode is brought to you and recorded at Mutiny Information Cafe, your one-stop shop for, in Denver for comics, books, copy, records, and more. Find them at 2nd South Broadway, the corner of Broadway and Ellsworth. Our next live show is going to be Thursday, May 7th. We're working on a super secret special guest uh, that should be announced here in the next week. Um, and on top of that, we're going to be doing some panels at the Denver Comic Con as well. That should rule. Can't wait. We have some really cool stuff coming up and uh, can't wait to announce it all. So stay tuned. Visit MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Find out when we're going to be having more of these shows. Uh, unfortunately, with this episode, we had a room mic set up to record the audio and it was also set up as well to record the live tracks from the Black Dots. Uh, instead, we just have a direct from the uh, mixing board recording of the show. Sounds great, but I wish we still had a little bit more full volume from the audience. Uh, unfortunately, the microphone that I had set up in the back of the room became unplugged um, and did not record any of the show. Uh, I should have went back there and checked to see when the Black Dots are playing, but instead I was too busy flirting and uh, drinking beers. Uh, anyway... Uh, this isn't your last chance to check out the Black Dots. They're going to be playing uh, March 29th at Illegal Pete's in Port Collins. And then also they're going to be playing a free show Thursday, March 30th at Scruffy Murphy's with Western Settings from San Diego, uh, All Out Helter, and the Larimers. Uh, there's going to be 50 Cent PBRs. I'm going to be there. It should be a damn good time. And Black Dots are so good live. I'm so bummed that I, I fucked up and screwed up the recording. Maybe we'll throw on a little live uh, audio from their uh, – Scruffy Muffy's show here soon, you know? Um, so they're also heading on tour with Western Settings, so make sure you check them out. They'll be making stops in Albuquerque, Tempe, San Diego, and Panoma. Uh, check out Black Dots Music for more information. And uh, with that, guys, let's uh, let's start the show. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Live uh, punk rock talk show event here at Mutiny Information Cafe. Uh, thank you to Ratio Beer Works for donating this uh, delicious keg of Domestica beer. It is, of course, named after the uh, Cursive album. There is feedback. I am such a great sound guy. Guy. Hey, everybody. Uh, and thanks to uh, Matt and Mutiny for uh, putting up with our uh, three-ring circus we have here once a month. Make sure you, uh, if you're not an alcohol drinker, make sure you uh, visit uh, Matt here. Um, the keg is stationed here next to me so I can get real drunk and judge you for how many beers you're drinking. Uh, turn these off. Cool. So today's theme is going to, this month's theme is going to be about shitty jobs. Um, I've been very lucky. I've actually had a pretty good run of jobs. Like I haven't had that many shitty jobs in my life. Uh, for example, right now I'm working at a, 
an upscale organic foods market. I think you can figure out which one. Uh, today I found out that they're going to send me to Thailand for two weeks. So I can't talk shit about that job. I got, I got coworkers here, too. They don't want to hear anything about that. Um, but, you know, I was, eight, I was 16 years old, and I got my first job at Schlotsky's fucking deli. Probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. Uh, through there, I worked a random assortment of jobs. I worked at Sam's Club for five years. Worked at a, a UCD store. I worked at Taco Bell for six weeks. Uh, Taco Bell, believe it or not, Taco Bell isn't a shitty job. It's just mind-numbingly boring. Uh, I worked at a cell phone store. They had fired every single employee from the top down. I got hired. No one knew how to do anything. I quit after the second day. But even that wasn't that bad a job. It was just, you know, it was just stupid, right? I apologize. I'm going to look at you every five seconds. And, uh... Yeah, so, I mean, here I am. I'm 33 years old. I never went to college. I haven't worked that many shitty jobs, but I want to talk about shitty jobs today. And so uh, I'm going to tell you a story today about how on Thanksgiving I cleaned up human excrement from the bathroom at my organic grocery store. You know, so it's Thanksgiving, you know. Um, they, they anticipated it would be slow, so, of course, it was busy as shit. Um, water wall people. Everybody needed to get their organic tofu stuffing. And uh, this guy comes up to me. I'm on register. There's eight people in each line. It's fucking busy. This guy comes up to me. Who's, who's in maintenance? Who's in maintenance? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, nobody is. Nobody's here. It's supposed to be slow. Motherfucker goes, there's a mess in the bathroom and it needs attention. Now, the one thing that pisses me off more than anything else is when people pass the buck because me, I'm, you know, oh, that's not my job. Fuck you. Clean up the goddamn mess. You're getting paid. This guy knows what's up. So I have to close down a register. I have to go back to the bathroom. When I look at this bathroom, I go in there, and God, it reeks. And you look, and then there on the seat, there's this little green turd. Not a big one, not a little one, just a turd. And it's green. And when you're standing there looking at human shit on a toilet seat, you think to yourself, Shit. <laughs> and then you think, fuck. God damn it. <sighs> and then you slowly start to think, like, what, what happened here? Like, you start to piece it together. You start CSIing everything. You're like, well, was it a little kid that just couldn't quite make it to the toilet? Was it a disgruntled employee who was mad that they were making double time on Thanksgiving? Double time. We're making double time. So that's why I wasn't really that mad I had to clean it up because I was making like 25 bucks an hour doing it. Or maybe it was just, you know, some person mad that you were open on a national holiday and they were in there shopping anyway and just wanted to take their, their disgruntled Christian left-wing politics out on your toilet seat. So you're thinking all these things and then you start flashing back and you start thinking about your life and you start thinking to yourself... What has brought me to this moment here where I'm looking at this human turd on a toilet seat that I have to clean up? And I remember as a little boy, I wanted to be a talk show host. I wanted to be like Johnny Carson. He was my favorite. You know, he was uh, funny, charismatic, charming. You know, everything I'm not. Um, and then from there, I grew up, and I wanted, to be a, uh, I wanted to be a comic book writer. Didn't make it very far. Wrote some Ninja Turtle spec scripts that... I got 
as an eight-year-old, that did pretty well. Uh, wanted to be a BMX professional stunt rider, but I broke my wrist too many times. Then I found myself, you know, in punk rock, and my life just went all downhill because work will never, ever, ever be the same. Started writing zines and all that stuff. Next thing you know, I'm staring at this toilet seat. <laughs> and I've got to clean up human shit. But I got paid pretty well for doing it, and uh, I like my job. I've been pretty lucky. I've had some good jobs. But today, we're going to talk about shitty jobs and our adventures in employment. And uh, our, our guests today are going to be comedian Timmy Lastly, artist Jake Farley. Fairly? Fairly, sorry. Butchered it. And then the, uh, the fine lady and gentleman of uh, Black Dots. Lady and gentleman and Tim, of course. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring up Miss Timmy Lastly right now. Chat with this fine young lady real quick. Wherever, just grab Grab a mic, sit wherever. Oh, I was hoping you'd sit a little closer to me, but that's all right. Oh, I turned them all off because there's feedback. This is a professional punk rock organization we have going on here. Awesome. Oh, there I am. Yeah. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, let's... Uh, <laughs> this is cool. Let's get on the feedback. stage. Perfect. I never had any feedback up here before. It's fun. Um, here's some feedback for you. I like your hey. podcast. Oh, hey, thanks. Have you ever listened to it? Yes, I have. Oh, I'm just being a dick. Oh, thanks. Have you ever even heard it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Timmy, so you got the uh, Greater Than Social Club coming up next week. That's kind of I a big thing, I do huh? on Tuesday. That'll be a good show. Fuck yeah. What else you got going on? Um, I run a room at El Chirito at 21st and Larimer. What does that mean, run a room? Um, like I run uh, a room. That means I book the I mean, comics, and I uh, commission the posters because I have no visual skills, oh. and I uh, host it. Cool. So all the thankless jobs. <laughs> that has nothing to do with your massage therapy gig? It does not. I mean, run a room. Really. I run a room. Yeah. I guess I do run the room when I'm in my massage room. Like, I own I that shit. Are there, any, are there any good massage therapy jokes? I know there are a shitload of bad I'm going to tell one later because I feel okay. like, like, you know, that's, woo, got one person who's super yeah. into my material. Perfect. Um, <laughs> what, el what else do you got? You're going to be up? fun to tell What's jokes to. Uh, we got to get the plugs out of the way early because I get drunk and forget to ask for right. them later. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> Damn it, Damien. Anything else? Social Dan? Greater um, Dan? Greater Dan Social uh, Club, the, the El Chirito Room. It's the comedy room room. Once happens the second Saturday of every Let's month. Down. And then I, I run a, a, a show here um, the last Saturday of every oh. month called Epilogue Comedy that Matt is very... Kind enough. Give it up for Matt. He lets yeah, us. Thanks, Matt. He lets us play in his bookstore, which is awesome. Is, is that because awesome. epilogue? Because it's the last of the month. Uh, yes, and also because of books. Oh, you're a genius. <laughs> Go ahead, young young man. Enjoy these fine, tasty beverages. Let's watch. No. <laughs> hey, let's bring up our next guest, uh, Mr. Jake Farley, Woo! our comic artist of the evening. He drew a really awesome poster that we both forgot to print out and bring up here tonight. In typical, uh, mostly harmless fashion. And just grab a mic, sit wherever. That's you gotta, you gotta caress it. You gotta make it nice. Oh, you just gotta pull. Hi, you hello. Pull. What's hey going buddy. on, everybody? Hey, fellows. Hi. Oh, hi, hello. Hey, so Jake, tell us about your comics. You, you draw comics? Um, yeah, I just fail mostly all the time at pretty much everything that I do. Um, Thanks. I like the applause. Failure. This Fantastic. Guy, this guy's most enthusiastic. 
you're, you want to take your shirt off right now? I'm going to take mine off later. That's fine. Thanks for admitting that. Mm -hmm. This is fun. I, I'm having a nice time. No, I'm, uh, I'm just currently working on a uh, graphic novel um, called This is Heavy Metal. So in case you really love speed metal and comic books and your girlfriend hates you, you could be just like me and fucking uh, have a great comic book. Nice, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can look it up on Tumblr. If you just look up Jake Fairley Comics, you're going to find it. Nice. Yeah. Any other art projects out there you want to plug before we get too drunk to do it later? No, that's pretty much all I got. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, a loser okay, is what cool. I say. Well, let's just move along. Move Good. along nicely. Uh, yeah. well, we have our wonderful yeah. friends at Black Dots. If they would like to come join us up here on the stage. Yes. You, know, you don't have to if you want to. You look a little... A little hesitant. I know this is scary. Stage Timmy's fright. very, very... Uh, uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Timmy's very intimidating, I know. Intimidating? Oh, Timmy. Oh, Clever. Love it. I've never said that one before. You haven't? Oh, it's all right. That was Go a on. joke. I, I apologize. So I, I won't do that again. Hey, so uh, we got Wade. Say hello. Hello. Because Wait. this is a podcast, so people at home yeah, no, don't know who you are. They don't know who April. Hey. Hey. Yeah, close enough. There's only uh, there's only six six mics, seven people. There's another mic right there if you all want to grab that. And then uh, John, of course. John. Hello. And then uh, Timmy, the other Tim. Hi. The other Timmy. Hey, Sean. Awesome. What do you get into, Sean? Celticism. <laughs> Marijuana. That's awesome, dude. I'm sorry, you don't have a microphone. Nobody can hear you, dude. We'll get you one here in a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Tim, where are you going? He threw Wade down, forgot his beard. He threw down his mic with that. It, it looks like he well, forgot his beard. Because I have a beard in my hand, so it, and it look, no, <laughs> I don't think it's Guys, guys, there's plenty of beard to go around. It's sitting right here. Should we move it to the middle so we can judge everyone yes, please. equally together? I yes. would like. I mean, my hey, beard uh, is almost Alex, empty. Alex, will, so, uh, will you move the beard in front of, uh, to the front of the stage? Yeah, I like we this. can both judge well, you he's, he's and uh, if it's okay. determine heavy, that we like you more depending on how much you drink. Whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, so guys, guys, uh, Black Dots guys, have you, have you, what do you guys get into? Wade, you're a carpenter? Yeah, I'm a carpenter. I build stuff. Tim, yeah. you, cook, you cook me delicious food uh, a, once a week. Yeah, I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on. It's just not it's loud. On. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't sound check because uh, we're not professional. That's okay. Yeah, I, I believe the, the failure Talk theme loudly. has already been used. Yeah, just okay. loud. <laughs> April, you what kind of stuff do you get into? I work at a giant corporation where I... Talk people through how to fix their robots and tape Ooh. drives. I like robots. <laughs> nice. John, you do cool stuff. Mm, sort of. Yeah. I, th I think. Yeah, I sell really nice guitars and skateboards. Not at the same time. I wish I could sell them at the same time. Have you ever Why done can't it you? at the same time before? I have. Wait. Just say yes. Your yes. story is already better yes. if you say yes. Okay, yes. Okay, great. Great, great. Now that we're all on the same page. Um, so I, I've, I've cleaned up human shit. Uh, how about you guys? Have you guys ever cleaned up human shit before? I worked. It's kind of embarrassing, but I worked. My first job when I moved to Denver, I was cleaning porta potties for the city of Denver. Oh, were you? Gross. So 
I've cleaned up all probably everybody here's shit at one point. So, yeah. so that. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. I really appreciate yeah. it. And nobody ever thanked me for that ever. <laughs> so it's a thankless you. job. It's a dirty job. Thank you. Mike Rowe would be proud of you. Uh, I've never cleaned up shit, but I've cleaned up other fluids. Being a massage oh. therapist, oh. there's. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> Don't go there. I didn't. I can't help it. Like, like it. Okay, so he turned over. He did not have a even a semi, even a semi. And then I took the sheets off of the table once he was gone, and there was a little spot. And I took a Kleenex and I sniffed it. I like dabbed and sniffed, and it was most definitely semen. <laughs> and I don't know how, because he wasn't wiggling. There was no movement. He just had a very still and happy good time all on his own. That's, that's my favorite Whoa. way to shoot. That's pretty it's gross. Still Solemn semen Just is my favorite solemn kind of semen. semen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jake, you got you got a good story about cleaning up uh, excrement too, don't you? Uh, yeah, I was a I was a preschool teacher for two years. So let me say, if you want to kill yourself. Just be a preschool teacher for two years. A fast track or a slow track, really. Why? Uh, why? Have you ever been a preschool teacher before? No. Well, that's. Oh, I, please uh, let us know. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. It's actually. It's both funny and no, it's horrible though. It's uh, you know, it's not that good. Oh come on. Anyway, so but you, you know, you change like forty diapers a day, and you know, it's one thing when people change like their children's diapers, but when you're changing other people's children's diapers, mm-mm. Not so nice. I would imagine working at a preschool would be exactly like working at an old folks' home, just like when they're young and little. Yeah. Uh, They're cuter, but um, they shit their pants more, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, this story, I guess, is like... uh, when I was a preschool teacher, like the first like six months, I thought like like oh man, like I'm a preschool teacher, I'm gonna get fucking laid having this job. Like <laughs> I'm gonna tell girls that I'm a preschool yeah. teacher, they're gonna think it's cute. I'm gonna get laid, which really it worked like one time, but oh. then after like two years of doing it, it's like you tell girls like it's like what do you do? It's like yeah, I'm a fucking preschool teacher. Like oh my god, that's so cute. Tell me about it. It's like well, you ever wipe shit off a pair of human balls before? <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> Please don't have sex with me. And then that's how it went every time. They never had sex with me. Yeah. Dude, I think you need to work on your approach there, buddy. Uh, it's fine. I just, you know, got to eat after that. So I didn't die, is what I'm saying. That was nice. I didn't kill myself at the end of the story, which is the important part. So are you still a preschool teacher? Uh, no. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. What are, are you, you going to wh- kill yourself tomorrow is yeah. the question I'm asking you right now. What are you getting into now, Jake? I work in a sushi restaurant. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Can you give me a discount? Uh, yes. I could just steal no. you some food. Oh. I hate that fucking job. So if you, if you want anything stolen or if you want me to just start eating food off of customers' plates so that I can quit my job, I'm in. I got a whole plan, actually. I, that's how I'm going to quit my sushi job. Oh, a five-year plan on how to quit your job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get drunk, and then I'm going to start manically shoveling food off of like, customers' plates into my mouth <laughs> and screaming. Yeah, that's my well, whole okay. plan. So wait, next time we do one of these, I'll maybe tell you that story if that transpires. I, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> you do have a really, I mean, sorry to keep the focus on you and not just spread the wealth to the rest of the All game. Right, but okay. uh, I mean, buddy, you, you told me a really great story about uh, uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza oh, and how you quit that joint. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, do you want to share? Sure. Let me tell you the story about the time that I quit my Papa Murphy's job. This is going to take a second also, and there are some not-so-nice words in it. I mean, can but you here's the uh, bridge version? 
Sure, okay, so uh, I was in college and I had a job at a Papa Murphy's. I worked there with my sister. And uh, well, my boss was a girl whom I'd known from high school, whom I'd known to be a fucking idiot. So I'd actually already been fired like three different times, but it was, you know, you just talk your way back into your job. I was like, we're gonna have to let you go. I was like, no, I don't think so. I think that you want me to stay here. I'm better than you guys. And that worked every time. <laughs> but so, <laughs> uh, Toward, well, at the end of my uh, tenure there, um, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's, well, you know, it's a prestigious establishment, so, you know, um, well, I was supposed to work like a four-hour shift, but I had happenstance uh, got Judas Priest tickets, uh, so I went in for 20 minutes and told him, like, listen, I'm going to clean 20 minutes worth of dishes, and then I'm going to go see Judas Priest, so I did that, the show was awesome. <laughs> Uh, and then I had a shift the next day um, that I was just working with myself and my sister. My sister's name is Sarah. Um, and I kind of knew that I was fired already anyways. But so I went in, and uh, my sister was on breathalyzers at the time because she, you know, made some nice decisions with herself. Um, yeah. So, okay, so also it's important to note that I'd worked there for like four months, but I'd never learned how to do the fucking job. I, like, I had no reason to have it in the first place, and I mostly just got drunk and fucking worked in a pizza place and made minimum wage, which was fine. Um, where was this? Was this Aurora? It's in Aurora. It's a oh, very okay. Nice well, that place explains, in Aurora. you know, a yeah. lot more. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I was in college, and I lived in my parents' house, which was in Aurora, because I'm a loser, you know. Um, so let's see. Uh, Sarah goes to take a BA, and um, right when she leaves, a whole bunch of people come into the restaurant. But like I said, I had like, no idea how to do the job in the first place. And, and you're there by yourself? Yeah, it's just me, and uh, I fucking just suck dick all over the place. And uh, <laughs> um, so the first woman that comes in is like, I don't know, like a 25-year-old sort of like staple of the Aurora Mall type archetype, you know? Ha, have and you guys uh, ever been to a Papa Murphy's? I don't know what that is. Isn't they, that like the it's non- take and bake pizza? It's take and bake, yeah. You bake. make the pizza and then you yeah. bake it is in it your cheaper? own home. Is it cheaper? Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can okay. get it with food stamps, so uh, the clientele oh. is, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So high-class clientele, this young woman, o- Only the nicest. In. Okay, so she's the first one that comes in, then a whole bunch of people come in after her. And uh, I just make a whole bunch of pieces, blah, blah, blah. About 15 minutes later, my sister Sarah shows back up. Oh, good. I'm telling this story now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you you got to get to the good parts, yeah, man. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, right when Sarah comes back, uh, this girl, you know, the uh, Aurora Mall girl, she, uh, she comes up to Sarah and is like, where's my fucking pizza? And I'm like, oh, man, did I forget her pizza? Like, she was the first one that came in here. So Sarah makes her pizza really quick, and uh, right when she gives it to her, the girl's like, do you guys have a card? And I thought she meant, like, uh, you know, buy a bunch of pizzas, like, punch cards. So I just handed her one of those and punched it. <laughs> and she's like, oh. like, what are your guys' names? And my sister says, Jake and Sarah. And so she storms out. And I look at my sister and I'm like, is she going to fucking call in and complain about us? I was like, I already know I'm fired anyways. So she had, like, just left the building. And, like, the door is closing. And I just yelled, fuck you! I thought that would be the end of it, you know? So I just yell, fuck you, at somebody. So I, like, start messing around with pepperonis or whatever you do. <laughs> And then I look up, and it's her and her, like, shitty, dumpy, bleach blonde, short, short-wearing, suburban piece-of-shit mom are just storming toward this restaurant. Like, oh, really? Is this about to happen to me right now? So they fucking storm into the restaurant. Like, listen to me, you little fucking piece-of-shit. Like, you fucking think you can fucking treat people like this? So I thought, I don't know why this was the move that I was going to do, but I just went with, uh, like, indignant horror, I guess. And just like, please! Like, no, no, no! Like, I'm sorry, like, really, really, I didn't mean to offend you. Like, I'm serious, this fucking, I don't know why I would do anything like that. I'm really, really sorry. And they're just yelling at me and fucking, like, we're going to get you fired, you little fucking piece of shit. And then I threw my foot up on the counter. 
And I'm like, no, please, like, this pizza job is fucking everything in my life. Like, I'm serious. If you do this, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Please, I'm not kidding. Like, please don't get me fired. I care about this so much. Just yelling at me, yelling at me. And then I started, like, cl or, like clutching my chest. Like, oh, oh, God, I'm serious. No, no, call 911. Call 911. I'm having a fucking heart attack right now. I'm serious. You need to help me. I'm fucking dying right now. And they're just yelling at me and yelling at me. And then I clutch the back of my shorts. And I, just, I am shitting my pants right now. I am literally shitting in my fucking pants. Please help me, help me, help me. And they like, they point at my sister like, this motherfucker is crazy. Like, and this is your brother? Like they blame my sister for some reason for a second. Okay, so then finally like, you know what? We didn't even fucking do anything to you. And then I like drop my whole act about being crazy. Like, what did you just fucking say? Did you just fucking say you didn't do anything to me? You come in here, treat me like a fucking piece of shit. Sometimes you can fucking come into, you're coming to places, treat people like assholes. Sometimes you'll fucking run into fucking people like fucking me. Whoa. I poured it at myself. Uh, so then we yelled at each other for a while after that. And, and that was your last day at Papa Murphy's? Yeah, so it, well, yeah, and then the way that it ends is like, uh, finally she reiterates, like, really, we didn't even do anything to you. And then again, I just yell like, come in here, treat me like a fucking cunt. I said the word cunt, personally, it wasn't very nice. So she picked up the tip jar and tried to chuck it at me, and she missed. And then I just witch laughed. <laughs> just on end, and then they, okay. they, then they left after that. So, uh... Timmy, have you ever quit a job that uh, dramatically? I got fired from a job once. Uh, I worked at the, the men's shoe department in a Dillard's. Oh. I was Tell in college. More. Oh, well, we sold Echoes. Uh, They're very nice European <laughs> shoes. Um, and I, I had had a conversation earlier in the day about, like, it's the fucking men's shoe department. Like, there's nothing for me to do. They come in. They don't even try them on. They just take the shoes and leave. Like, there's nothing for me to do but, like, ring up old men who totter into the store. So I'm sitting there chatting with uh, one of the other employees, and she was just talking about this this girl she knew who got fired for stealing something once, and the sentence comes out of my mouth, yeah, I don't know why anybody would do that. You're gonna get caught. And then I spent the whole rest of the day wondering if I could get away with it. <laughs> uh, so at the end of my shift... <laughs> I took a pair of Echo shoes. Uh, I put them into the trash, took out the trash, uh, and then uh, when I went to leave the building, took the shoes out of the trash to put them in my bag, like just uh, thinking like, oh, this will work just great. Whatever. Give it a try. See what happens. Uh, and then the box wouldn't fit in my bag, and I was just kind of stuck with it with this decision I had made hours, hours before. Uh, and I was like, well, just leave. No one's here. Just walk out the back door. It'll be fine. Uh, and just then a manager walked in uh, and saw me like, scurrying out the door, not making eye contact. Uh, so she kind of follows me out the door. I hear the door open again after me, and I chuck him underneath the dumpster and like kept walking across the mall parking lot. She looks under the dumpster, finds them, Walks back into the store. And so, like, I st stood there for a mo moment. And I was like, okay, you're fucking caught. You're fucking fired. Okay, just go back in there and deal with it. So I walk back into her uh, office uh, while uh, she's on the phone with the police. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I understand. Okay. And I'm mortified, but I'm, like, playing it real cool. Like, I don't care. Whatever. This stupid mall job. But I'm also, like, mortified at my own behavior as a human being and an idiot. Um, and... Uh, so they had to bring in a female police officer uh, to pat me down because that's like the this. procedure. 
So right. I'm si- I waited in her Sounds office for 45 really, yeah. minutes to get this female police officer there, and uh, and they left me in her office alone for a little while. So I figured if I was gonna steal something, now is the time. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. So I stole from her a tiny. <laughs> I stole um, one of those like magnetic paper clip holders, like the little like with the like magnetic ring around the top, and it's like from the movie Working Girl. It was like obviously a souvenir of some sort that probably meant a lot to her for some reason. And I took it and I put it in my purse, and I still have it today. Did you bring it? You should have brought it for show and tell. I should have brought it in. Damn I should have brought it. Damn in. it. Now, Black Dots, have you guys ever quit a job in uh, a dramatic fashion, kind of like Jake and Timmy mm, here? I never really have, actually. What? Uh, Tim, you were the one I was counting on I, there. I just leave jobs. I never talk to them. Uh. Like, I don't feel like going in. Fuck it. <laughs> you, can, you can do that in a cool way. I, I quit a job it. in a Starbucks to play Tetris one time. See? That's pretty <laughs> rad. You know, I mean, kind of, I just want to go home and play, like, NHL 15 and stuff like that. That's pretty it's much why I don't yeah. go into work. Wh- what's your team? Detroit. Detroit? Yeah. Go Wings. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't shake your head at me. Don't no. you be shaking. Yeah, what do you like, the abs? I don't actually like sports, so I'm judging you on liking sports. I like hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is like April Johns, huh? do you guys have uh, any exciting stories about, you know, stealing or, I, you know, quitting jobs? I, I quit one job once, and uh, the person who got me the job was my father, <laughs> so I actually had to oh. quit the job from my father. But... That sounds probably pretty terrible, but this is the first job I ever had in my life. Really excited. My father says, I got you a job at the company that I work for. He worked for this big neutral company, so they make fertilizers and chemical things. Um, he told me it paid $9 an hour and $14 an hour danger pay. I was excited. Uh, so basically, they have these giant silos where they store ammonia, and I got to put on a spacesuit and got pushed in a manhole and swam around in 100% pure ammonia, oh, scraping the inside of the silo. So I lasted. Ab- no, my father did not love me at all. <laughs> so I lasted about two weeks and realized I was going to die, and uh, and told my father I was quitting. There you go. That's my awesome. story. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. Fuck you, Dad. I mean, I cleaned up human excrement, but what you did, man. I I don't know if I'm man enough for that. <laughs> Okay, so from Jake, we learned the l- wrong way to deal with shitty customers. Um, how do you guys deal with the shitty people that you encounter day to day throughout your lives? I just don't answer their phone calls because fuck those people. Well, you're a self-employed <laughs> contractor, right? Yeah, no, I run my own carpentry business. It doesn't take long to figure out that, uh, you know, s- certain people you just don't answer their call or yeah. you just learn to bid things. Maybe a little on the high side. It's kind of what I do. You I know. just don't deal with people that are assholes. Yeah, you work in the kitchen, so you don't have shit to deal with. Yeah, but I can go out there and like flick them off and go back in there. That's that's cool about my job right now. Everybody yeah. else would get fired, but yeah. April, do you have maybe lots I shouldn't of? Shouldn't do that. Yeah, maybe you should. April, do you have lots of TPS reports at your job? I was gonna say, I was gonna say she probably refers people to the PC load letter. But oh shit! You yeah. know, same joke. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> To me, as a comedian, do you have any fun? I mean, not that being a comedian has being anything to do with it. Being a comedian isn't fun at all. No, it's I no know, fun. but like being being like a dick to customers, do you uh, um, get a little bit more perverse joy out of it than others? 
No, because it's kind of separate. It's like, it's not, because when you're a comedian and you're a dick to someone or you like really lord your power over them, like if somebody's like talking out of turn or like clapping inappropriately or something like that, you can just like tear into them. You can be like, this is why you're a piece of shit and why you don't belong here and like, and make everybody be on your side about it. I mean, it's a tricky line to walk, but you can. But you can't. Those are not translatable skills to the real world, because there's no <laughs> audience to like judge you or like be on your side or not on your side. It's just you and one other person. It's just a very human interaction. So like, I avoid confrontation in the real world, and I just you know when there's no microphones involved, I'm like real spineless. You know, <laughs> they, they make they make like pocket microphones and amplifiers so now. So you, you can, can just, just carry a microphone around with you. <laughs> and like anybody, anytime anybody gets snippy, you're just like, I'm pulling out my fucking microphone like, right now. Listen to this. No, I've got some clients that are real pieces of shit. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and now that I'm like completely self-employed, well, you work like, in Cherry I need Creek, your money. Right? Well, I did work in oh. Cherry Creek. For seven years, I worked in Cherry Creek at a, cl- a clinic there. Um, and now I'm just on my own, but I still... I have a couple like very rich clients who are just kind of making my life hell where they expect me to call them to see if they want a massage today. And they Ooh. like they like reverse cable company me where they like give me a, a range of time where they might want one and I just have to kind of keep calling to check. It's <laughs> fucking the worst, but I need their money because I'm very poor. So I don't know. They're like my Medici family. They like p- patron me <laughs> into my arts. So I don't know. I just I just do what they tell me to and shut up about it. So does that make the comedy shows that much sweeter, especially the ones that pay? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I think it's safe to say all of us here would like to make money from the uh, ridiculous arts that we do. I say ridiculous because I'm referring to myself up here uh, pr- doing a pretend talk show in a uh, bookstore. I mean, anybody that's trying to make a living doing something artistic, is it's a pretty ridiculous yeah, thing right. to do. Yeah. Aha. I would, m- I would much rather from the audience. I there. would much rather okay. I massage people for free and make make money doing comedy. Like I'd rather give the massage I mean, away to people that need it, and then make money doing the business of comedy. I don't know. Would Maybe that's really weird. That Maybe though? that's perverse. I, I could totally you make massage. Money? That'd be great. Well, when you think about massage <laughs> and how it started, like it was just a thing that we used to do for each other. It was just like a like I mean who, who I totally rubbed my granny's feet when I was little what? like it's just a thing that you do for each other as humans and I think that it would be great if we could get back to that but in the meantime I'll make money off of rich Pakistanis that I have to bend over backwards for. <laughs> have you thought about uh, massaging people's shoulders in the audience at your com- in your comedy routine? Uh, well, uh, they'd have to hold the microphone yeah. up for me, or like, I don't know how that would work exactly. It's like a headset. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, like, a, like a dumbass, like a motivational speaker or something like that. Like Garth Brooks. Like Garth Brooks, yes. Yeah. I am the Garth Brooks of back massage comedy. My yes. goal is to be the Garth Brooks of massage. <laughs> don't forget Madonna. So, <laughs> what's, what's his other Garth Brooks? Does he have like another persona? Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines, Gaines, yeah. Uh, yes. Emo Garth. Gotta love him. 
I can't believe that Garth is his real name and Chris is not. Sadly, just just mentioning Chris Gaines is the funniest joke we're going to make in this entire panel right now. Well, until Perfect. until Timmy's actual stand-up. No, that's yeah, still he's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Black Dots, so do you guys still actively pursue? Or is that a dream of being a musician uh, kind of oh, gone yeah. away? We're old. We don't yeah. care about that. I think I we all, we've all been in bands before and just like, this isn't, this is stupid. We just I mean, play music for the hell To of a certain it. extent, you've got to be kind of foolish to think that you're going to get rich off music somehow. Not but rich, at the same but time, you know, it's really, it's, well, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, That's rich off music these days. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's all about just, uh, Make music because you have to. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we get like two free beers every like six months. It's killer. <laughs> by, dude. by the way, we have killed it's this cake. So if you guys want to leave, uh, see yeah. you. Thanks for so coming. See you later. Guys. Bye, Dave. Yeah, we're That's the, nice. That's the reason I'm here. Coming at first. Oh, I'm so sad. No, um, so now we've brought everybody down. With no, sorry I know. About Jesus. That. Uh, let's bring everybody back up with the stupid game that I invented. You yes. guys down? You guys want to play a stupid game? Yes, 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 yes. I, wanna, I, I love stupid, stupid games. games. It's called Who Said It? It's where you guess uh, qu- quotes a tr- uh, who said what. Are these quotes that I'm going to randomly <laughs> attempt to uh, say right? Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine is Dave not Mustaine. a choice. <laughs> um, S- said everything that my heart's always wanted to say. You know? <laughs> mine so is, mine is Oscar Wilde. <laughs> the, so Yours this is game better. is going to be Who Said It? It's going to be either The Ultimate Warrior... Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Or Sting. <laughs> so it's just all wrestlers. And I know you're thinking to yourself. <laughs> Sting is well, it's Sting, not Sting. Sting the, the wrestler oh, didn't speak. But you're talking Gordon. Ooh. I, I oh. watched him. I watched Ooh. WrestleMania. I, I, was with so. does I actually don't. I watched him. I, I watched him speak one. like a week. Ago. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't no, know I, shit I, about wrestling. Yeah. They just have funny quotes. It's Sting the musician. Everybody. Which era? So, Which era of Sting the Musician? I don't know. I just pulled all these quotes off uh, the internet randomly and then randomly jostled them together. It's basically just. Do you follow s- Sting a lot? You know, his, well, like, I'm just saying, like, like. Uh, <laughs> uh, I might need a new. Like rock and roll here. Sting or like African drum Sting? I think I think it's more <laughs> African good, drum good Sting. Okay. Yeah. okay. I went for the more ridiculousness. I just, I just of it need all. context here. Context. So, okay. So so it's who said it? Sting, the Ultimate Warrior. or... Uh, God damn it. I, what, uh, Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I wrote acronyms on my list, and I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> does that even mean, brother? Oh, wrong. Wrong wrestler. Yeah. So, <laughs> when we start, we'll figure out, I don't know, we'll figure it out in a second. Basically, it's like pa- pass the Ducci to the left-hand side. Whoever, if you get it, you're still in. If you miss it, you're out. We'll go around, Cut do through. another round. Nah, we'll do each individual. So um, someone in the band's gonna come out on top, and someone's gonna come so. out on Oz bottom. So uh, they are gonna have to figure that out. Uh, I, f- I, found the way, I, f- I found the easiest way. I found the easiest way to figure out who goes first is just to play nose goes. I think Tim. Tim, you're first. Fuck, jerk. I know, right? <laughs> are you ready? Yep. Do you know anything about any of these people? No. Me neither. I know Sting's real name is Gordon Elliott. Yeah. Do you like that Dan? I like Dana Carvey's impression of yeah. Sting. Yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah. I actually think about that when I th- when I hear Sting more. So than just I think so do I. <laughs> just think about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bro, I, that's he's, about all I know about. He smashes beers the Ultimate together Warrior? and then beats people's asses. Or Sting. Did you ever Gordy. see Quadrophenia? 
Uh, so let's go with uh, let's go with this first quote, Tim. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. I want to get old gracefully. I want to have good posture. I want to be healthy and be an example to my children. That's Sting. That is Sting. Yeah. Awesome. Great, totally great job. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, because I'm trying to throw people off. It doesn't off. seem that likely that Stone Cold Steve one. Austin would have said that at least. Uh, looks right. like you're. So we move it along. You're still like in. I got rid of the complicated rules I had drunkenly made up and then couldn't remember. So April, <laughs> you're next, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Um, it is never wrong to fight for what is right. Never. Who said it? <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Sting, or uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, I'm going to go with Warrior. Oh, hey, you got it right. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this first Without any help. This Just person is pretty easy. So you two are Super both good. still in. And now it's John time. Oh, I, oh, it's okay. Man. I don't either. I just pulled random. <laughs> we, don't tell we just made this up as we went along. Uh, so the next quote. John, are you ready? I am. Are you ready? Love is stronger than justice. Stone cold Steve Austin. The ultimate warrior. We're Sting. Love is stronger than justice. I, that has to be uh, ultimate warrior again. No. Sorry, dude. Didn't like this fucking game. Sorry. Anyway. I don't that, that, I just, that wasn't like Judge Dredd, something like that. No. I guess really it would be justice I is mean, stronger than love. I, I'll be honest. Judge Dredd, I, just, you know, yeah. I just cut and pasted from Google. It's Sting. You don't, you don't Sting, buddy. Stronger than love, justice. Love is stronger than mean? justice. I don't know what the fuck that means. Are you sure that wasn't Dave Mustaine? <laughs> Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Uh, so, okay. Timmy, are you ready? I am ready. I need not the normals. To protect me from what I find most comforting, the charge of pain, the smell of combat. Sting. Oh, yeah. Sting. It sounds like African drum inspired. Uh, stone, stone Cold Steve Austin. Or uh, Sting. I'm going to go with Ultimate Warrior. Damn it. You got that right. Yeah. Oh, what? You wanted me out? You wanted me out of this competition? No, no, or is this, this rigged? No, Are you against me? No, I only have certain... <laughs> So many questions and shit. <laughs> and we're all you guys, killing it. You guys are so much better at this than the last round, uh, the last episode. Jake, you ready? I was born ready, yes, thank you. Oh, okay, okay. This is a long one. I'm probably going to butcher it. I'll say it a couple times. You come out here and say this is an order, and that's an order. Hell, I can look at you, son, and the only thing you've been ordering is a bunch of damn cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hey, you got that right, too. Yay! Fuck. I made this way too easy, everybody. I just know what he wait, sounds like. Wait, are you ready? Yeah, give it to me. You ready, dude? I'll put my Rudy Pooty foot up your Rudy Tooty ass. That's like his catchphrase. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Are you sure it wasn't Dave Who's Mustaine? Whose catchphrase? Yeah, I'm sure it's Dave. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, it's okay. Dave's um. I think that was a lyric from the first Police album, but I'm going to go with <laughs> I'm going to go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, you got that right, too. Yeah. Motherfucker. John! What the hell, dude? Come on. Come on. This is easy. You had no idea how big a wrestling fan's black dots are. Yes. Shit. I had no right. idea either. I'm, Except I'm John. Fast right. to John's Canadian. That's oh, not Tim. his fault. Oh, Tim, are you ready? Let's do it. I can't really change my life to accommodate people who are jealous. I don't see why I should. That's it. Oh. 
right. I can't really change my life to accommodate people who are jealous. I don't see why I should. <sighs> it sounds like I a mean, that's. I'm going to go with Sting because Sting's kind of a dick and that's like a dick God thing. Damn it. Am I right? Yeah, you're fucking yes. right. I need some people to get out. How many more quotes do you have? Are we just going to beat this game? Yeah, you might. You might We're going to break I don't know. the game. You'll have to do a new one after I mean, this. I mean, we'll make it up. We'll go, we'll, we'll go back to the, uh, the other game I had. Uh, April. All right, April. Load up the spaceship with rocket fuel. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sting. Obviously. Or uh, uh, the ultimate warrior. I mean, it's obviously. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Timmy. Uh huh. Do you hate South Park? No. Oh, I suddenly want to do it. I hated that. Damn I kind of fucking hate myself for even wanting to. Kinda you hate, hate yourself for being so hack, and that's fine. We well, all have that I'm moment. I'm not a real comedian. I'm just a <laughs> pretend talk show host. Okay. All right, Timmy, are you ready? Yep. That story would bring a tear to my glass eye. No, I'm sorry, I, I butchered that. That story would bring a tear to a glass eye. Sting. That's the Ultimate Warrior or uh, Stone, go Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold on God that one. damn it. Yeah! These are too fucking easy. Yeah! I want to ruin this game for you, and I don't know why, but it's very perverse, and I love it. I love it. it. I love it, too. <laughs> I have a lot of quotes, and I'm going to run out of them. We got to get to the fucking talk show part. Um, <laughs> or get out of this. Okay, Jake. Normal people. People that walk the everyday streets, we cannot understand them. Sting? Incorrect, sir. Oh! oh who was it? Who was it? It was the ultimate warrior. Oh. He he's got the ultimate understanding. He, he can't understand. Yeah. Can't understand, man. Can't understand. But he's wise because he understands that he does not understand. He's, damn, yes. you're right. <laughs> he loves Socrates. So right, you're... Uh, ultimate warrior and Socrates were the same all. person in past lives. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wade. Uh-oh. You're still in it? No. Oh. You in it to win it? Me? Okay. It's good, because this guy was Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some Definitely. Renee, where are you going? Definitely, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, Wade. The quote is, I come from a family of losers, and I've rejected my family as something I don't want to be like. Let me repeat that for you. I come from a family of losers, and I've rejected my family as something I don't want to be like. Can you do that in a British accent? <laughs> uh, it might help. No, no I can't. No. I like to think I'm about Stone Cold going Steve Austin saying that as like this crazy hillbilly who smashes beers together all the time. Well, I come from a family of uh, losers and uh, rejected my family um, and uh, something I don't want to be like. It's kind of my half-ass pig. I've, 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 I've Ultimate Warrior? Sorry, dude. Who do you think it was? No. Steve Austin. No. Are you that was Sting. Ooh, Sting. that stings. Sting. <laughs> that pompous <laughs> English <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you've been hanging out of that one ever since we started. Now I hate Sting even more than I already hated Sting. That's pretty good. I gotta yeah. pee. Bam. <laughs> Rhythm section. Oh, yeah. Bam. You guys got this. You guys got this. Okay. Jake's out, too, so it's just you three. Oh. The pressure's on. Sorry, dude. Get off the stage. He, he, he can stay. See you guys la later. He's, you have to he do the walk stay. of shame. It's okay. No, I agree with that. I wish, I wish I had the Incredible Hulk theme uh, ready mm. and working. Hey, Alex. Watch where you're fucking walking, dude. I love you. 
All right, buddies. All right, let's do this. You ready? Yep. This is the last one, please. Okay. It's okay. That's right. I am very much afraid of being mad. That's my one fear. I think, I think, I think. Bruce Banner more likely, not the Incredible Hulk, sir. So, of course, it's either the Ultimate Warrior, Sting, or uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm very much afraid of being mad. That's my one fear, buddy. He didn't say buddy. I threw that in just for inflection. Come on, man. All right. Uh, let's do the Ultimate Warrior. Nope. Was it Sting? It's Sting. Yeah, that sounds like a pussy thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. You've been voted off the island. You're the weakest link. Lady. Oh, shit. Killing that. Killing that. I'm stoked. Shit. Stoked. This is exciting. This is exciting. I'm going to switch this. I'm gonna not going to go online. I'm going to pick something out of the... Uh, Pick something out of the out of the norm here. Okay, April, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready, April? Yes. I exist in a state of almost perpetual hysteria. I'm gonna go with sting. It is sting. Yeah, who's gonna you know? know the word perpetual? Ah, <laughs> you're right. You're s- I can contextualize people. I get it. All right. <laughs> I'm all gonna right, get right. this one wrong. Watch. <laughs> all right. Make sure you can't read this. The acceptance of death gives you more of a stake in life, in living life happily, as it should be lived, living for the moment. That's sting. Yeah, I know. That's totally sting. It's totally sting. I mean, the ultimate warrior probably has something profound yeah, to say yeah, as yeah. well. God but damn you it. didn't drudge up any of those. I'm going to have to throw out some wrestling. The koans of the ultimate warrior. <laughs> All right. So, uh, April, are you ready again? Yep. You know, if you really think about it, you would have made a damn good-looking woman. Not you. This is the quote. <laughs> this is the quote. He's probably talking to somebody else, you know. You know, if you really think about it, you would have made a damn good-looking woman. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who he's talking to. Right? Hey, you know, if you really think about it, you might have made a damn good-looking woman. Uh, I think he was in Thailand uh, talking to some... Is that uh, Sling Blade? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm, French fries, I reckon. Uh, it was uh, Stone Cold oh, Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Hey, let's just see if Timmy can get this last one. All right. Is it you the last up? quote that we have? No, I have, oh, okay. you have so one. many right. more. Okay. All right. Come on in where nightmares are the best part of my day. Stone Cold. No. Damn Ultimate it. Warrior. Oh, see? We all lost. Yeah. We all won. We should have just made lost. these all stink quotes. Hey, great job, everybody. <laughs> okay. We did it. Uh, we're going to take a quick 10-minute break. Timmy is going to... Uh, do a s- urinate and then do a fantastic uh, set. Um, thank you to Jason San Filipino, whatever the hell your last name is. Uh, he provided the uh, last minute beverages that helped us uh, save the show. Uh, thank you again to Mutiny, Matt and Mutiny, for uh, hosting this mighty fine show. Uh, before the show, I went around and I uh, picked out some items I'm going to purchase before the end of the night. 
Of course, I can't leap here without picking up the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, Ultimate, which, of course, Mostly Harmless, this uh, dumb little show is named after. Uh, if, you're look at, if, if you're like me and you don't really know how to read, you can actually buy the cassette tapes here. Um, I like to look at the photos, or the pictures. Jeff Smith, Bone, one of, the fa uh, one of the best comic strips of all time. It's pretty much the uh, comic equivalent of The Lord of the Rings. You can buy that here at Mutiny. One of my best friends forever, Rachel, is in the band Mako 1972. She is not here. Fuck you, Rachel. Um, you can buy her, uh, her band 7-inch, Mako 1972 Cannonball Lecture, and even Ghost Pe Parish here in the store. And then uh, Local Legends. Planes Mistaken for Stars, everybody. I don't own this record. I never listened to it. Alex, is this any good? Really? Earlier today? It's like their best one, isn't it? Really? Nice. And then, you know, if you're cool and hip and whatnot, you can buy the Batman, the uh, Mask of the Phantasm, Laserdisc, everybody. This is the motherfucking Laserdisc. I'm, I'm, stoked, I'm stoked to just frame this on my wall. So, uh, once again, thank you, Matt and Mutiny, for uh, hosting this silly little three-ring circus. Uh, Ratio Beer Works, thank you for the uh, pony keg of beer that we devoured very quickly. Um, thank you guys for drinking all that mighty fine beer. Timmy will be up here in about five to ten minutes to do some stand-up. Please don't leave. Let's hang out and, uh, let's hang out and have some good times. Woo! All right, whenever you, if you're ready. Hey, guys. Uh, our good buddy, Timmy. Buddy? I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Timmy Lastly, pal, acquaintance. I feel closer to you now than I ever have. Well, we sat next together for like 10 minutes I there. Know. It was great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Timmy's going to perform an uh, awesome set. Let's uh, hang out. I don't know. Normally, I'm drunk at this part, and I just ramble. Give me a good Oops. intro. Be like, be like. Um, okay, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, buddies. All right, buddies. Hey. We got, we got one of my favorite comedians here, Miss Timmy Lastly, coming up. Uh, I met Timmy at Illegal Pete's one day. We were day drinking. I was day drinking with uh, my former roommate, Eric, who was on last month's show. Who, who sa he said he was going to be here tonight, and that motherfucker didn't show up. So fuck that. Fuck Eric. But we got Timmy here, and uh, we hit it off like gangbusters. We've been Facebook friends ever since, and I see her once every three, four weeks. And <laughs> we have awkward, interesting conversations, and then... I run away because she's a girl, and girls scare me. So, hey, Timmy Lastly, everybody. You can do some stand-up for Girls it. have cooties. And by cooties, I mean spiders. We have spiders. And they just crawl out of our vaginas. Hey, everybody. I just said vaginas. Just broke that wide open. Okay. Hi. Hello. Uh, as Damien did say a few times, uh, my name is Timmy. Lastly, is that what you said? I stopped listening once I heard my first name. I just went into like a bliss. I was like, oh my God, he said my name. I'm famous now. Um, it's Lastly. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, it feels weird to go from riffing a bunch, just being all snappy and clever into like stuff I've said a bunch of times. But here we go. We're going to do it. Um, uh, Damien said my name is Timmy. That is very true. My parents were expecting a boy. Uh, they really wanted a boy. They already had two girls. They really, really wanted a boy. Uh, and then when I came out, 
and they were faced with the reality of my vagina, they were heard to remark, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Just stay the course. So plan A it was, Timmy. They were not creative people. So they just went with it, Timmy. Um, but they wanted a boy really badly, so I feel like it's better than some of the names that I could have ended up with, you know? Like, they wanted a boy so badly, they, they could have named me Disappointment, or Let Down, or Hey, That's Not a Penis, or Sarah. God, <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> Can you imagine me as a Sarah? Just like, hi, I'm Sarah. If you need me, I'll be languishing in anonymity with the rest of the Midwest. I'm Sarah. Okay. All of you were named Sarah. Perfect. Relax, you guys. Both of my older sisters are named Sarah, so I feel like I'm allowed to make jokes about it. It's fine. It's warmer out, uh, and I was wearing a skirt the other day, but I had not shaved my legs because I am not ashamed of being a mammal. Uh, so, <laughs> but I, I did like have this moment of like insecurity where I was like, what if somebody says something or like makes a face about my hairy legs? Like what's gonna happen? And so I made a plan, plan. I made like a game plan of how I would respond <laughs> if somebody like very, in a very socially awkward manner like pointed out to me that my legs were hairy. Uh, and I decided that if anybody said anything about them, I would just be like, oh, what this? Oh, this? You mean this incredibly intricate and detailed leg tattoo? Oh, this? <laughs> you can have his number if you want. I've got his card. He's really good. It looks realistic, doesn't it? Why is it blowing in the wind? Fuck you. That's why it's blowing in the wind. Uh, I don't, I actually, I'm 31 years old. I don't have a single tattoo. I do not have any tattoos um, because when I'm naked, I like to be naked. Uh, so I have no tattoos. You guys are rough. You guys are a tough crowd. You guys are a real tough crowd. I know, you are good lifters. Uh, feel free to laugh at anything that you find humorous. Uh, and then once we've set that tone, if I do not get a laugh, then I know how I'm doing, and then I know it's my fault. But at this point, I'm not sure if it's me or if it's you or what. Um, it's your fault, da damn it, Damien! <laughs> I like the theme we have. No, I don't, I don't have any any tattoos, but I think at 31 years old, if, if I'm gonna get in the game, I'm just gonna go full on for it and get like a full sleeve tattoo. Because at 31 years old, I'm pretty sure this is the closest I'll ever get to an investment portfolio. <laughs> just like, oh, where did my money go? Bam, that's where it is. I got a Disney princess, I've got a race car bed, I've got a Sailor Jerry girl on an anchor. Yeah, it's diversified. <laughs> got a diversified portfolio here. <laughs> Um, I did, I did turn 30 recently. I'm in my 30s now. It's one year into it. Super excited about it. Uh, I did not expect myself to be as much of a cliche as I ended up being in my 30s. Like stroke of midnight on my 30th birthday, I realized I can no longer drink whiskey. Can't do it, you know? Whiskey just disagrees with me, you know? I'm like, I'm a good person. And whiskey's like, nuh -uh. Call your ex-boyfriend, cratch your friends, refuse to get in the taxi cab, I'm whiskey. <laughs> so, another way uh, I think that I'm more cliche than I expected myself to be in my 30s. I, I'm, just, I find my, I'm just looking for something a little bit different in my relationships with men now that I'm in my 30s. I just like, like really what I'm finding that I really want is uh, I just want a spoon, you know? <laughs> but I want to be the big spoon. 
And I want that man to be real tall. I want him to be like 6'5", 6'7". I want him to just be gangly as fuck. And then I want that giant man to lay on his side. And I want him to bring his knees up to his chest. And then I just want to squeeze him, you know? I just want to squeeze him. I just want to squeeze him back into my womb. He's the man I want to give birth to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to have the best baby you can. I <laughs> okay, so, all right. Um, if you guys, I do, I do want to have a good baby. So if you guys know any tall, black, gay physicists, let me know. I'm in the market. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> um, I, just got, I just got, thank you. Uh, I'm j I just got out of an open relationship. I mean, we're all adults here. We know what an open relationship is, right? You know, one of those relationships where both parties are open to just ending it at a moment's notice. Uh, and a friend of mine, she was like, she's like, Timmy, you're single now. Just go out and have some casual sex. Just do it. Just have some casual sex. And I am sorry. I'm, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not just going to go out and have casual sex. And none of the men I bring home with me are willing to put on the top hat and cummerbund. So it's like, <laughs> how's a lady supposed to get fancy? You know, I got 37 corsages wilting in my house right now. What's a lady supposed to do to get formal? Um, I would never, I would never do, I would never ever do a one night stand. Um, so if you guys know any guys who are willing to be a one night boyfriend, <laughs> you know, we can hold hands, call my parents, watch a movie. No sex. I'm definitely on my period. Got to squeeze in all that girlfriend stuff, you know? <laughs> okay, you guys don't like period jokes. Relax. Relax. I'm not going to tell any period I'm not going to do that. They're gross. I would never do that to anybody. Why would I ever tell them? Nobody wants to hear that shit. I don't even like calling it a period. I prefer to think of it as a party in my uterus and everyone's being kicked out for underage drinking, <laughs> you know? Not this month. Mama's busy. <laughs> Gross. Oh my God, she gives birth to live young. What is she, a mammal? Oh, God. Yeah, I have tits too. I plan on feeding them with them someday. Ugh. Gross. I'm a mammal. Uh, <laughs> I work as a massage therapist. That's what I do during the daytime and sometimes nighttime. It just, whenever I'm at the beck and call of other people's schedules because I work for myself. Uh, People always want to know when I bring up massage therapy, like, oh, do you do happy endings? Do people ask for that? Do you do happy endings? Do you do that? That's ridiculous. That is so stupid. Like, why would I pay $14,000 for my education to learn to do something Henry Wolf taught me in the 10th grade? You know, it's like, <laughs> that's not financially savvy. I didn't, no, I went to school to, like, learn a thing and, like, get good at it and, like, Give it to the world, you know? Provide something actually worth a damn in this world. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to have a job that I could give a shit about. Um, but, I, but at the same time, I totally don't judge guys. Like, if that's what you come in to me, like, expecting, and you ask me for, I'll just tell you I don't do it, and then we can both, like, have a good laugh and, like, move on with our lives. It's no big deal. I'll point you out to the westward and be like, look in the back. That's what you're looking for. Done and done. Easy peasy. Uh, I do not judge men. Uh, especially because <laughs> I think if my genitalia were 
hanging on the outside of my body, I would also pay someone to touch them. <laughs> but as it is, they're all tucked up on the inside. You get at, get at them with, you know, emotions and feelings, and it's just so arduous. <laughs> can't pay somebody for that kind of attention. Oh, you can't, though. Have you ever tried to pay a guy to, like, care about you emotionally? It doesn't work. That's not how that works. That's not how that exchange works. Um, and plus, I'm pretty sure like that's why money was invented in the first place. Like somewhere in the annals of, is it annals of history or annals of history? Annals? Is this, uh, good, because this anal sounds weird. Um, somewhere in, in history, there was a lady who was like, fuck, I don't need another goat. Take back your bag of oats. Fuck you, I don't, I don't want this. You come back when you have a universally accepted form of currency, and thus Visa MasterCard was invented. That's how it happened. That's why money was invented, so that guys could have their peens touched. That's what it was. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a history major. I was theater. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty broke most of the time because I think what it is, like, I, I have a bad relationship with money because I don't respect money at all. Like, because I realize that money is just a tool that we use to trade for goods and services, and I don't really care about it that much. But then I also still have to pay my rent, so it's like this, oh, I'm just ping-ponging around. Oh, what do I do with my life? Um, I don't know. Like the age-old question, like, would you, would you sleep with... Damien, would you sleep with someone for $10,000? Okay, I asked a guy. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> Madam, would you sleep with someone for $10,000? Probably not. It's totally different. It's about like, you have to like let somebody into the inside of your butt. That's gross. Wait, okay. Like, like Damien, you didn't even ask who it was. You didn't even want to know like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? Do I like them? Do they care about me? <laughs> Would they protect my child in a house fire? Like, you didn't ask any of the important questions. Oh, man. Like, what if it's, like, what if it's Stephen Hawking? Like, <laughs> Personally, I'd be totally into that. I'd be poking holes in that condom, personally. <laughs> I just want to have the best baby I can. <laughs> I mean, he'd be in a wheelchair, but he'd be super great at everything else. Um, money's just a tool, you know? It's like, but here's, here's uh, why I'm a hypocrite, though, why I'm a complete and total hypocrite. Because um, if somebody, like $10,000, that doesn't mean anything. I can't wrap my brain even around what that means. But if somebody were to offer me $10,000 worth of something that I need, like if somebody were to offer me $10,000 worth of dental work, I'd be like, oh my God, is it just you or are you bringing friends? How many people do I have to fuck? Do I owe you anal? I feel like I owe you anal. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You don't know what this means to me. <laughs> what, do you do, do, you do dental work? <laughs> you need, me too. It's so expensive. $10,000 worth of dental work. I'd fuck someone for that, but I would not fuck someone for just money. What, what do you think I am? Oh, a prostitute? No, I'm poor, not a prostitute. Damn it. Um, uh, I'll, I'll get out of here real quick soon. Uh, we were talking about jobs. Um, I... <laughs> I grew up very, very Christian. My dad was a Baptist preacher. 
Uh, he never had a congregation of his own, but he did like Wednesday night services and Sunday night services. And I, I grew up with all that, like wearing dresses all the time and, and all that. And, and when I was super little, you know how kids, like they have, they have those, those big dreams like, oh, I want to be an astronaut or a mailman or financially solvent, you know, like those really unattainable goals. Uh, I, I grew up really Christian, and I wanted to be, <laughs> I want, it's so naive, I wanted to be a missionary to Mars. That's what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm going to go to Mars, and I'm going to teach them about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to do that with my life. I wanted to be a missionary to Mars. And then, <laughs> and then I grew older and, like, less naive, and I realized you know, like you put it in context, you're like, oh, that's why I wanted to do that. That's what the real kernel of that thing was. Like I realized when I was less naive that what I wanted to do really was go to Mars and experience Martian culture without ruining it with my religion. You know what I mean? Just... Okay. You guys relax. Relax. Some of my favorite siblings are still Christian, so it's like I'm totally allowed to make these jokes. You know, it's okay. Both of my, my sisters, Sarah, are super religious. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had a real, I did, I did though, I had a real come to Jesus moment recently. A real come to Jesus moment. Uh, I realized that I don't care if your Jesus is white or your Jesus is black as long as he's fucking ripped. <laughs> like, I need my Jesus to be hella sexy. Like, I need him to be able to, like, Rip that cross to pieces with his abs, you know, just core strength. <laughs> Literal come to Jesus moment. Okay. It was not for you guys or for the ladies are laughing, and I will take that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you very, very much. I'm Timmy Lastly. Damien. Do I just set this down and leave it here? Okay. Black ducks or nets, enjoy them. <laughs> All right, buddies. Uh, so with this part of the show, this is where the live tracks from Black Dots would come in. But, of course, if you caught the intro, um, the room mic that was set up to record this failed miserably and did not record the audio. That is my fault as the uh, host of the show, producer, and all that. I should have been on it and taken care of it. Maybe I need to find some more people to help me put these DIY talk show events on. Um, so my sincerest apologies to Black Dots. We don't have any live tracks for the show. Um, but, again, those guys are going to be playing March 30th at uh, Scruffy Murphy's here in Denver. It's a free show. There's going to be uh, 50 Cent PBRs, and they're going to be with Western Settings from San Diego, who are fucking awesome, not to mention All Out Helter and the Larimers, two local great Denver bands. So make sure you check that out Thursday, March 30th at Scruffy Murphy's. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play a couple Black Dot songs from you. Let's make it three. Let's play a few Black Dot songs from you. Um, this is... All these songs are off their Again and Again album. Hopefully, uh, this record's been out for a little while. Uh, I hear rumors that they might be working on a new one soon. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. All right, buddies. Uh, we're going to play the songs Everybody's Got One, Groundhog Day, and Consensual and Wonderful from Black Dots Again and Again. Visit MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. Uh, find out uh, when the next live show is. Um, check out, find out who the super secret special guest is for the upcoming next episode that my mother's going to be at. Can't wait. All right, buddies. Uh, we'll see you on the funny pages. You take care now.